with Kim Gravel. Yeah. Hey, y'all. Kim Gravel here. It's LOL with Kim Gravel. We've got a brand new episode today, dropping like it's hot, and a very, very good guest. But before we get started, let me just say, hey, hey, Zach. Hey, Kim. You know, this is great. Thank you for acknowledging me at the top. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, let me just say, you're getting a little too big for your britches. Have you ever heard that saying? Look, I was my mama used to say that. Don't get cocky. Don't get cocky. The last, you know, the last few episodes, it's like I'm there, but I haven't had the chance to really just like kind of introduce myself to be like, hey, I'm Zach. I produce the show. So introduce yourself, Zach. Do it. This is your moment. You you don't have to introduce yourself because the show has your damn name on it. No one's going to forget. Like, oh, what, what you show know, am I'm I a boss to? babe at right? the bottom line. I'm boss no, babe. No, you are. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, I just, I don't want to get fired. I don't want to get fired, Kim. <laughs> Shut up, Zach. Go ahead. Tell everybody who you are. <laughs> All right. Uh, hello, everybody. I'm Zach. I produce this uh, wonderful podcast that you're listening to. <laughs> um, Kim, did I tell you today's a really special day if I told you this? Because it's my, my oldest daughter turns four <gasps> today. Oh, my gosh. I know. Happy birthday to that little peanut. I know. Her name's Natalie. She's adorable. And um, you have so two daughters, don't you? I do. Yeah. So my uh, my younger one just turned one. And you're going to be broke. <laughs> I know. You ain't going to have no money. No, this podcast better be a success because otherwise we're, <laughs> we're on the street, Kim. No, this, the, the girls are expensive. And drama, like when they all their menstruations cycle up, your wife, your wife and your two daughters, God, she's you're four. really up Buck's Creek without a paddle. She's four. I, I have I have a few years before I have to worry about it. It'll that, be here but, before you uh, know it. You'll be turning the big five oh like me. And of course, I'll be like, hey, Zach, it's LOL with Kim Gravel. Oh, my gosh. Bless your heart. Two girls. Zach, you know what? You've got three women. You live with three women. My dad, mm-hmm. you know, it's me, my sister, my mom. So he was in a house full of women. So he never did anything. Because my dad was like that traditional cook. He went to work and we all cooked. And we, but you have three women now working for you in your house. Is that how it is? Do you work? Do they work I, for they're you? They're not working for me. I'm working for them, Kim. So. I'm working for them. You're too. modern. You're a modern man. I'm trying to be. You know, it really, it's it's hard. I, I do try to share the responsibilities around the house with my wife. Um, and, you know, really be a dad. It's really important to me. But anyway, mm-hmm. so like, but let me tell you this, because I've been really wanting to tell no, you tell this to you. So. The show's been getting a little bit of press and stuff. We got some local press. I was in the local paper, <gasps> right? Which is, which so is fun. I know. Um, which is fun. But uh, we live in a small town, so the local paper really isn't that much to write home about. But Yes, it is. There ain't nothing wrong with that. I, I, I loved it. It was great. But so so my daughter's asking me all these questions about the podcast. Um, and, mm-hmm. so, and so she, I'm, I'm explaining it to her. And then I wrote this quote down. She goes, so it's just talking grownups? But that's not exciting. <laughs> so that's that's her take. Not exciting. Just talking oh grownups. At least she didn't say old. Just talking <laughs> old people. That's what I'm trying to avoid. I'm trying to avoid that adjective. Yeah. At least we're grownups that. You, you know, you're, you're young enough to be my son, right? Are you a millennial? I'm technically a millennial. I'm an older oh millennial, God. but I'm a millennial. Yeah. Jesus. We have to have the millennial episode. Yeah, but I'm curious. What do your kids think about what 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 you do, dude? I'm an ATM, a chef, and a chauffeur. I could it doesn't as long as I'm breathing and I'm throwing food on the table, they're they don't even care. Like, and I'm the coolest person they know. I'm like, dude, like their friends think I'm cool, but they think I'm not. But the thing is about boys, because I have two boys. You have two girls. I have two boys. Right. Um, I never sit on a clean toilet seat. I'm always sitting on urine. I. <laughs> 
I might as well paint my bathroom yellow because it's just, you know, pee all over the walls. I, it always smells like a locker room. And why do you guys ever flush the dang toilet? I mean, there'll be a floating turd in there for six months. I'll walk into a bathroom that I haven't been into for two months and it smells like fermented, you know, dung. It is horrible. And I'm like, dude, just flush the toilet. Why don't y'all flush toilets? I you don't, didn't flush I, toilets growing up either, Zach. No, I'm sure I didn't. I mean, look, it's funny because my, so, so Natalie's like obsessed with flushing the toilet. She flushes the toilet and then sits on the toilet to, cause she thinks there's monsters in there. Cause the well, sound. There is. And she sits there on the, on the top of it, like with the top down until there's no more sound. So for her. Well, y'all don't have to sit down to pee. If you did, you would think differently about flushing the toilet and lifting the toilet seat. That's all I'm going to say about that, because that's a whole episode. We could have the toilet seat episode. Yeah. And the toilet paper episode. And by the way, I'm, I'm going to send you just some yellow paint for your bathroom. It'll Thank just you. make your life easier. Yeah. I'd like an eggshell, please. All right. Um, now that we've gotten to that. From toilets to designer. Exactly. Let's, let's um... And I can guarantee you, Zach, our next guest did not flush the toilet either. I can just look at him until he's not a flusher. Can't wait. We should open with that. <laughs> let's start. Let's start really strong with this one. Kim, who is okay. our guest, Kim? Tell me about our guest. Oh, I will tell you. He might not be a flusher, but he is the most beautiful human being I've ever met. When I um, met him, his energy. Have you ever met people whose energy is just like. <sighs> you just excel when you're around them. Yeah. It's like you just you just breathe out and you just feel relaxed and comfortable and safe. That is our next guest. He has like this a thousand watt smile, charisma, uber talented. Um, he was a finalist on the Project Runway, and I was obsessed with that show. Still am. I was obsessed with him on that show. Mm-hmm. He starred in Unleashed by Garo. He had his own reality show on Sundance Channel. You know, Sundance is that artsy fartsy channel. So you got to be smart and know what you're doing. Like Lifetime is just ratchet at times. So if you have a Lifetime reality show, you're like, yeah, okay. Who did she kill? But if you're on Sundance, it's like, I've created something fabulous. You know, that Sundance is, you know, it's uppity. And he designs dresses for like the hottest celebrities. Listen to, listen to this list. You know, Zach, it's me and you and my sister and my mom. That's our celebrity list. This, this is, this is Garrow's, who he's designed for celebrity for, list. For the record, ours is a strong list. I feel good about our list, but let's hear Garrow's list. list. Is, our see. list is, it's fun. <laughs> I don't know how fabulous it is, but you'll get a laugh or two. I mean, I let me just tell you. So you've got Beyonce, all the singer ladies, all the singer. Oh, that's an old song. I need to get something more current. Madonna, like a virgin. Ooh, he's designed for Madonna. Lady Gaga. Oh, please. I wonder if he's designed for her before the Oscar stuff. You know, because she's kind of upped her image. Mm-hmm. And then Lizzo. Okay. Love me some Lizzo. He is so inclusive. I don't want to keep on talking about him because I will just totally go on and on and on. He owns his own fashion label in New York City. Everybody welcome Garo Sparrow to LOL with Kim Gravel. Welcome, Garo. Hey, guys. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> okay, first question right off the bat. I got to ask him, Zach. Do you lift the toilet seat or do you pee on the toilet seat? And are you a flusher? <laughs> I definitely lift the toilet seat because I grew up in a family with five boys and my mother was like dead set on screaming at us all the time about it. <laughs> I can and relate. I am a flusher, 
but you know it's like uh-huh there we go see there's always a big but sometimes you never know oh you know? carol you're not a flusher i said it Zach. <laughs> i'm telling you god you don't y'all don't flush no, he's a conservationist if it's liquid if it's liquid oh my god he just said i if it's liquid he doesn't flush if it's yellow let it mellow if it's yep. brown flush it down flush it down yep this is a highbrow show <laughs> <laughs> I'm gagging. Okay, no, we got to get into this. So we know he's not a flusher. Garrow, you've done so much in your career. I mean, we could talk to you for like three hours because I'm just enthralled with you. But you as a person is so super cool. You, you've designed for so many celebrities, and we're going to get to that in a minute. But I want to kick this podcast off talking about body inclusivity. Mm-hmm. Because you were doing that before that was a thing, before that was a trend, before it was cool. Absolutely. I have always been body inclusive just because like the the women that taught me to sew were Mm. real women. And when I was five years old and my entire career, when I had a boutique in St. Mark's in the nineties in New York city, I was the first boutique where all sizes could shop in New York. Mm. They did a little write up about us. It was just like, you know, it's just like, I just, think that everybody should have the chance to feel as fabulous as they possibly can and i'm here for it and i'm here to do it and help you feel gorgeous and shine you're so humble and you're so understated with a lot of your accolades but to me personally as a woman that's a size 12 that is i wouldn't say struggled but had that inner dialogue about size and what you're supposed to be as a woman and what is sexy and what is beautiful from your standpoint as a designer, tell me why you think the fashion industry is so skinny, skinny, skinny. I don't get it, but Mm. they think that by putting clothes on a skinny, skinny girl, that's basically a clothes hanger Mm -hmm. um, that that's going to like make the clothes look better. But if you put clothes on a girl of any size that are cut beautifully to their shape, enhancing all of their best features and all their best assets, because everybody's got them. Yes. You know, you, you, you've got the, that's, that is the future of fashion and I'm ready to ride that wave right in. Well, honey, I got more waves and lumps and bumps than a roller coaster. So ride my wave. Ride it. Like the scream machine. Ah! Okay. You look great, please. (laughs) I just remember like even in pageantry and going to Miss America, I won Miss Georgia. I think it was like a size eight, like a maybe a tight eight and a loose 10. Uh And I'm a tall girl. I'm like five, eight. I was Mm -hmm. five, eight and a half, but we're shrinking as we speak. But (laughs) they were telling me I was too big. And they were kind of comparing me to other girls who were shorter and thinner and more petite in bone structure. And I remember that was pivotal in how I saw myself. It really made me feel like I was not enough. So what you do, Garo, is you're making people feel enough, not just the everyday girl, but you're dressing celebrities that are having that message. Tell me what it was like working with Lizzo, because to me, I'm digging what she's throwing down. I really am. Lizzo is an amazing person. We started to work with her before she got, she blew up. And oh, really? 
we knew like we would meet her at her hotel her hotel room and she would have like a certain budget that we had to stick under but i just knew from the first time that i met that woman that she had something to give to the world and she deserved to be feel as beautiful as every woman on the planet and she needed some some gorgeous costumes so we went above and beyond to deliver and over deliver we made her feel like a million bucks and yeah. i feel like that helped her you know, when you feel like a million, you're going to perform like a million. You're going to mm. just like really like shine and just like let it out there and just blow it up. And that's what she did. And she's still a dedicated client to this day. And she's awesome. I love her so much. When you say you look like a million, you'll you'll perform like a million. For for women, it's sometimes it's hard for you get it because you're in fashion and you're a designer. Yeah. But like for guys out there, for women, one outfit can change the trajectory of your life. Would you agree with me? 100%. Like everybody should have that one look in their closet. I call it like your best friend in the closet. That you could just like, <laughs> it's your go-to. I want a best friend in the closet. Want, exactly. When you want to feel really good, you should, every woman should have some look that just makes them feel like a million and makes them just feel gorgeous and put together. They don't have to worry about themselves. It's my ultimate fashion advice for like a woman of any size. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, you have to just feel good. Okay. Okay. You got, now you've blown my mind. And now, <laughs> I mean, when I get a cold chill, when somebody says something, Zach, you know how I get, it's like yeah. a rabbit. Like <laughs> I'm going down that trail. Yeah. Um, when you said best, your outfits are like your best friends in the closet and you have to have one because girls are ride or die. You always have to have that one girl or that one best friend that's got your back, right? In mm -hmm. all situations. You're saying that equates to your closet and when it comes to clothes. What should women have? Speak to all of us girls and guys out there, really, that are listening. What should we have in our closet that should be our best friend? Well, for one thing, you should definitely have a dress for like date night. Like a dress mm. that you feel gorgeous in. You know, that's that's like seasonless. I love to do seasonless clothing so that you can get the most mileage out of this piece, this garment you've put money into and not throw it away. You know, uh, uh, you should have a fabulous leather jacket. Okay. It's always, always. I don't a have must. one of those. You need a fabulous leather jacket. Because it gets it's, hot, it's like though. A, it's like a power thing. I know you're in Georgia. Yes. That. So pleather? Please, you know, my husband's cheap. My husband's Pleather. so cheap. <laughs> or linen or or anything that is just like beautifully cut to your to your body. Like it's okay. like your power jacket. That power jacket. Okay, power jacket. I'm writing it down. Yeah. So the dress. Now, does the dress have to be the little black dress or just the dress that makes that kind of statement? The dress that makes that statement. Okay. It does not need to be black. It needs to be the color that you feel best in. All right. Power Period. jacket. Yeah, I love yeah, this. What, All right, what and, else? And then you need. Uh oh, Zach has a question. What, Hold on. Because I don't understand. So I, you know, I'm not. You, you both are fashion experts, right? Like what yeah. What makes a dress or a piece of uh, clothing like seasonless, right? Because you said that, and I thought that was really cool. And like, you know, I wear whatever because like I'm a. <laughs> Zach's wearing Bermuda shorts right I'm now. Gonna I'm just going to trail off, right? I mean, I, as far as you know, I might not even be wearing pants. So <laughs> I think you are in your underwear, whitey tighties. <laughs> Uh, what, but no, but really, but what makes, you know, what makes it seasonless? What makes a dress seasonless is a dress that looks great on your body. In the wintertime, you could wear it with some like cute tights, Ooh. you know, just like go with your hosiery game. You could layer your cute jacket over it. You could, you could like underdress it with like, a, like a t-shirt or like some sort of like a nice 
you know, shirt that can go under it. You could throw like, and then in the summertime, you can go like just, just to totally nothing. Springtime, you could throw like a nice little like shirt over it, like just or or like what me and Kim like to call a shacket. <laughs> <laughs> did I steal that from you or did you steal that from me? Girl, we were just in simpatico. <laughs> like, it's just because like it's, it's you do the same thing as me. Like there's a shress, the jacket. Oh my god, I gotta write these down. I gotta write these down for QVC. Oh my god, a shress. A shress is a sh what is that? It's a, a shirt. shirt. It could be worn as a shirt, but it could also be worn as a dress, like a like a like a shirt dress. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. And bring we're paying the bills. Are you overworked, underpaid, exhausted, but love your kids so much and want to be the best mama for them? How about the best version of you? You deserve that. I'm Gianna Demedio-Simon. And I'm Casey McDonnell-Hosmer, and we are moms who absolutely love our new roles in life. But man, were we not prepared for some of the fine print in the job description. We want a connection with our children and our partner that doesn't come at the cost of the relationships with our own selves. We're helping you mother up every Monday on your favorite podcast player. Also, check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash at mother up pot. How important is it to get some custom pieces or at least altered pieces that are semi-custom in your closet? Like, because this is the frustration for me, Gira, and I'm asking this on behalf of a lot of women who are listening. The struggle is you're burr, 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 and you're going to your TJ Maxx or you're going to your Target and you're looking for that pair of, you know, slacks and you get them. And by the time you get your muffin top, you know, pinned in there and everything, you've crammed your body into a size 10, 12, 14. Mm -hmm. You know, would it be best? Tell us how to to get that custom look and how important is that? It's very important. You know, a lot of my business is custom clothing that is like built from the ground up, built mm -hmm. to your specifications. Every measurement is taken into account. But however, you could totally go to TJ Maxx, get something that hangs nice from your shoulders. Okay. It's nice on your hips and then become good friends with your local tailor. And have it oh, yeah. branch started in the back. That's when they just like nip it in the back, nip the waist, nip it in all the right places and just make you look really amazing. And okay, feel so, really the, amazing. so the key is it's got to hang from the shoulders. So it's got to fit the shoulders yep. and it's got to pull over fit the, the hips. hips the way that you like them to fit. Because some women like it to be hugging their hips me, you know, and embrace it. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 you know, and then there's the bust line. You, you want to, you want to like cut it just at the waist. Every, okay. I love a nipped waist. I'm, me too. I'm all about it. Even if you're wearing a loose dress, invest in a cute belt, put it over it. Like uh, one of my biggest things I sell is cincher belts. They're like these well, cute I'm little belts. There. You just I'm throw coming it up, over. I'm coming up cincher yep. street. When I met you and you made me my first girdle, well, I call them girdles. You're calling them censures. <laughs> I think two of my ribs cracked when we pulled it so tight. <laughs> <laughs> but when I put on Garrow's censure, dude, I lost like 20 pounds, four inches and like that. And I thought, there is a God. God is good. And he's working through Garrow. You know what I'm saying? Like, tell us yes. how you got into that undergarment game, because don't you think underpinnings are so important? 
Oh, absolutely. You know, it's like I, I've been always obsessed with just like enhancing the silhouette, whatever size you are. And the best way to do that is to have this undergarment that's going to smooth you out, st stand you up straight, cinch you in all the right places, you know, give you a, a nice waist. And I do it in a way where it's modern corsetry, so to speak, modern it, shape. It's part of the outer look. Yeah, you can wear it as outerwear, innerwear. And I only cinch you on the soft tissue of your body, your sides, the your back mm -hmm. areas. And I try not to do anything with your ribs so you can yeah, breathe. No, you know I'm kidding with the rib color. I know, I know you are. And um, yeah, and it's just about just like making it out of like a nice, cool fabric that is going to just be breathable. And um, yeah, and just make Gives it just you hourglass. Like I... Yeah. The way you give all women of every size hourglass is perfect. But we have to shift here because we have another thing in common. We have fashion in common. You have fashion line. I have fashion line. Yes. I don't dress Lizzo. I dress <laughs> Josephine or Lisa down the road. Uh-huh. And you do too. But yes, I do. Also, we have reality TV in common. Mm-hmm. Sure do. Do spill the tea on oh, what it was Lord. like being on Project Runway. I gotta know. Oh my goodness. Spill the sweet tea. Mm. <laughs> By the end of it, I, I loved the producers and all. However, but... it's like every time that they say that, like you're watching TV and it's a week, it's literally three days time. Three y'all like, tape those episodes in three days. Like, yes, what's the schedule wow. in taping? And sometimes too, it's 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 it's, it's three days before early reality all day reality at home reality you're not allowed to speak unless what? you have a mic on or if a camera's on your face they don't want you to waste your good things you want to talk about it is the hardest thing and to like stay in the zone as a designer and also like have to entertain we're lucky because we have that x factor i don't know i guess you'd call it I, yeah I, it's the, pretty we love it we love we, it we, we like the camera it. yeah exactly so it's just like and we're used to it and it's just it's not that hard but it, i tell you what that project Romay was the hardest thing i ever done when i did unleashed it was my show so it was like oh the camera people were loving me because i would get through all my lines every day yeah and you, you know what I'm saying? The, it was just and a gig it was just a job just getting through early yeah and but Project Runway, it's just like a whole, whole different thing. Like they take your phone. They I did take not your know that. Wallet. What? They take yes. Can and you read a book? No, you're not allowed to read books. You you're can't even have the Bible. Television. You can't even have the Bible. Jesus can't come with you. Jesus possibly can come with you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but for real, they take they take it all. You're not you're not allowed to have sketchbooks at home. You're no. not allowed to. No, reading. So you can't call your mom camp. when you're having a breakdown and say, "Mom, I hate this. Come get me." Nope. You can't do any of that. Nope. And then and when I went in, they were like, because I had a whole business running at the same time. And when I went in, they were mm. just like, "Oh, you know, you, you you'll get to call them every week." I got two calls in six weeks. <laughs> like we prison. Shot that like prison. <laughs> Here's your quarter. Go make your call. Exactly. You got ten minutes. And they film you while you're doing it. <laughs> it's, it's, they do. It's like you don't have any privacy, and it's just—it's just a lot. It's, it's so much. It was the hardest you know thing. You were a finalist. You got to, yeah. you know, show your line 
at Fashion Week. Yep. What was that like? Like, what was your interaction with the other designers? Are y'all friends today? Was it competitive? Did they pit each other, you know, you against each other? How, how did that go? Because you we were a seasoned were, designer when you got on. Oh, absolutely. We were very lucky because me, Hester, and Sebastian, who were the finalists, Sebastian ended up winning. We were all cheering for each other the whole time. because, And we were all supporting each other. That's we were right. very, very lucky. It was not cutthroat. They would have loved to to have been cutthroat, but you're not cutthroat at all. There's that ain't no, you. No, it's not mm-hmm. in me. It's not in me. Thank you for saying. It's the truth. And when I started sh- filming the show, and there were 16 other designers, it was kind of hard to deal with all the personalities and everything else. <laughs> but they were all good people. They're crazy, but they're good <laughs> people. Crazy, but they're good. <laughs> and I just said to myself, Garo, you see the light at the end of the tunnel. All you want to do is mm-hmm. show your collection at the end. That's You're right. probably not going to win because you have like a very specific aesthetic mm-hmm. and they want something that's very marketable, but I didn't care. All I wanted to do was to show my collection and I got to the end of the tunnel and it was great. It was a great season. You were my favorite. I was I was your fan. Oh, thank you. I hadn't, you. Even, I hadn't met you then, you know? So yeah. I was like, it's so cool to, to talk to you now and see your work in action. How is it working with celebrities? Because you hear these nightmare stories about celebrities. Mm -hmm. Are they real? They're real. They're real. (laughs) Luckily, okay, in the beginning of my career, when I was in my 20s, right? I'm in business for 20 years plus years. So we're not going to say how many years. Yeah, 20 plus. Uh, I was going, okay, (laughs) 20 plus. Thank you. (laughs) And I was a little 21 year old and I worked with Madonna on her human nature video. Oh, yeah. And I did her corset for that. And she was just like a storm came into the room. But she was she was like all business. And I was down with that. It was cool. Like she's all business. She wasn't necessarily mean, but very like kind of like cold, cold cold like like a drill sergeant like just like where's this person where's that person where's my corset get the corset on me that's too tight that's too loose right these days i luckily have the buffer of a stylist (laughs) was that throwing shade or a little catty or did you mean that (laughs) i mean (laughs) i love i love them and i love when i get when i meet them and stuff i usually it's like it's these days it's on like instagram or we're like we're facetiming or what have you but like it's really nice to have the stylist because they know what what they they're a beautiful buffer for the whole situation because I I'm just there to make them look beautiful, perform beautifully, but um to have that person who's just like oh change this do this you know it it really is a lovely thing I must it. say thank God for buffers and flushers <laughs> okay so you said you know now you're designing post pandemic via zoom and in yep. these kind of FaceTime calls. Yep. How has that been? How has it been hard to design like through zoom or through FaceTime virtually? Surprisingly, it's been pretty easy because mm. I have a great team. We have a certain like system that we follow where we have like a measurement session. We have a, this, it, it goes in different phases so that you, it's a foolproof technique. Well, well knock on wood. It better be it better. Okay. Not yeah. Let's just, let's just <laughs> blow a kiss and knock but, it. So salt. Yeah. The second they let us back into my studio, which was like July 5th of pandemic year. Um, we were busy immediately. And I was going to say, did it grow? 
it, the business we, just exploded. We, we 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 grew, we exploded, and then and it's mainly because I did entertainers, which a lot of people used to tell me like, oh, you have to have a separate fashion line, and you need to do fashion week every every year, and da da da. Doing and people needed to be entertained during the pandemic, and people were sick of pe- seeing people in like sweats and whatnot, and they wanted something fabulous. Like, like what I've got on right now, but this is not fabulous. This is. is oh, she... I'm in a baseball cap covering up this hair. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, but it's a, it's a what is it a Gucci or whatever? <laughs> you look fabulous. No, but I think that's true. You pivot. I remember we were having that conversation. Business. If you know what you're doing and you're good at what you do, mm-hmm. you can stand the test of time. I mean, through Absolutely. thick or thin, you're, and that is you. That Thank is who you. you are as a designer. Thank you. It's all about having a finely oiled machine, and I'm lucky to have it. And Brink. Okay, so, Garo, we do this with every guest that's on. It's called Rapid Fire. Now, I always say this cool. to all the guests. Rapid Fire means... Please don't sit and think on it. Just the first thing that comes to your mind, say it. All right. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Your first question is, what is your thorn and your rose of being on Project Runway? My thorn was the limited amount of time I had to do what I do because I do complicated clothes. But my rose was I got a good edit. (laughs) (laughs) That's a ding, 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 ding. Okay. Who's more your type, Lady Gaga or Lizzo? Lizzo, because she owns it. Who would you most want to design for, alive or dead? Dead. (laughs) (laughs) I just peed all over myself. Oh, Zach, I've peed all over this chair. I swear, I hate having bladder urges. I hate well, looks like I don't flush either. I'm just saying. I'm oh, my God. Oh, my I just God. Flush. Oh, this is a high-brow show where I have a flush sound effect right now. Oh, my God. I love it. Okay. No, I just said, what person? What person would you most want to design for, dead or alive? Kim Novak. Oh, really? Yes. She's fabulous. Like, if you look back on those Hitchcock films, you look back on the, what's that, when the bell and the... Ah. That that movie, her her game is like timelessly futuristic, gorgeous. beautiful, gorgeous. Cut to her body, cinched waist, beautiful. Love her. What's the most embarrassing moment you've ever had with a celebrity? The most embarrassing moment I've ever had with a celebrity was I was having a stomach issue, and I had to run into her bathroom. What is, said, what is it? What is a stomach issue? <laughs> Let's that, just that could say, be a many a different thing. Was your stomach growling? <laughs> it was not growling. Let's just say I, I had to run to the toilet and sit down <laughs> in a celebrity's apartment doing a doing a house. Shut call. up! Did you have any poopery? <laughs> no. I didn't have have a match. I didn't have anything. Did you just flush while you were doing it in the middle? Just yes, of course. I know. know. Like, but it was a, it was like a big, big apartment, so she couldn't hear much. But oh lord, who was the celebrity? Do you mind saying Daphne Guinness? (laughs) (laughs) She's cool though. (laughs) Yeah, she is. I'm leaving it there, Zach. I'm dropping the mic. We've done too much (laughs) toilet talk today. We're we're bookending on toilet talk today. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks, Gero. 
You got it, sister. It was awesome. Really fun. Carol, I love you so much. Thank you for coming on. I love you too, Kim. You're amazing. Thank you, Zach. You're so gifted. You're so talented. Oh. Glad to see that you know how to throw a little fashion shade. You're the new Joan Rivers. You're the new Joan Rivers of the red carpet. (laughs) Will you come back and be on the show? Oh, 100%. This has been so much fun. And thank you guys so much for having me. Absolutely. I love it. Thank you, Carol. All right. that was a really good episode gero is so talented that was so much fun and i feel like honestly i got something out of that like again i'm not i'm like your typical guys guy like i'm not a fashion person at all you borderline have a hawaiian shirt on right now did you know that (laughs) i mean it could pass in hawaii i'm just kim honestly i'm just so tired right now i got why um, you know (laughs) Because you got two kids under the age of five. That's why you're tired. I got two kids. It's my kid's birthday. And my in-laws are here staying with us. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Your mother-in-law and your father-in-law? They're both upstairs trying trying very patiently to stay quiet because um, I asked them to stay quiet while we were recording. Do you get along with your in-laws? I do get along with my in-laws. I, there was a pause. Great. I hear a butt coming. No, my in-laws are wonderful. Just the nicest people in the world. They, they really are. And okay. they're very good to us. But. Look, I was an only child. So whenever we have people in the house. <laughs> All right, Zach, Zach, Zach. Can we put them on the podcast right now? Can you just go upstairs and ask them to come down and just talk to me? Look, we can always cut it out if you don't like it. I'm glad it's not a video podcast because if you could see my face right now. <laughs> just go get them go get them um, put me on hold look, just put just go get them trust okay. me trust me i'm good with meet the parents think of this as meet the fockers but what's their last name the frasers let's meet the frasers here we go let's meet the frasers oh, go no. get them all right okay kim because because i do i love no, no, you no. and i do trust you i just I go, go get, get them. them i will go get them go get I will, them seriously I'm going hurry, to hurry. ask them go okay i'll be right back LOL. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, Kim, I'd like you to meet uh, Gordon and Marie Frazier, my in laws. Hey, Hello. Gordon. Hi, hey, Kim. Marie. Hey, Hi. I'm so glad. Thank you for doing this. So, I just have a few questions for you. So, you know, did Zach explain to you that he was my one of my producers on Kim of Queens, our reality TV show? Yes, I do remember him being the producer I of don't. your show. <laughs> oh, you. You will remember once we'll talk about it. You don't need to remember anything. Let me ask you this. So I'm going to ask you some serious questions about Zach. Okay. Because I love Zach so much. But mm-hmm. what's, what was the, what did each of you think when your daughter brought Zach to meet you? I, I really had no problem with Zach at all. Um, <laughs> he looked like a pretty honest and straight up guy. Plus, I know my daughter so well that she wouldn't go out with some scrounge or something. He looked a little scroungy, but he wasn't a scrounge. Describe my look, Gordon. As my other daughter put it, I knew she'd end up with a hippie. <laughs> yes, that's a good description. Yeah. I had long hair. He had long hair and a beard. At least he didn't have a man bun. <laughs> Marie, your mom said I looked like a beetle. Yes. Oh, really? My mom really liked his hair. 
Like a bug, not a beetle. No. <laughs> no, like the, one of the Beatles. No, she thought you looked like um, Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber, not she a beetle. She told me that she, he had Justin Bieber hair, and she liked it. So, okay. So what, is, what, do, what do you think one of the best qualities is about your son-in-law and one of the worst, each of you? Can I just, can I, before you answer, no, I just want to say cannot. one thing. You need to not. Uh, this shut it is down. my nightmare. Yeah, this is good. <laughs> Initially, I was a little concerned Uh-oh. about his direction in life. Okay. What he was going to do. Right. Because I know absolutely nothing about audio and video and... And, and Hollywood. You know. Hollywood. All, so I thought, well, hopefully he'll get a job someday. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he hasn't a really got point. a job other than, you know, with Big Brother... And, you know, Kim of Queens, which I don't think I've ever watched. But sorry. You're not um, supposed to no, say no that. No offense. No offense. You're not supposed to say that. Uh-huh. So what do you think about, like, do you know that Zach's dad is a psychic? Was that mm-hmm. concerning to you at all? Well, yeah, he claims to be. I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that I don't know what to think about, honestly. Right. And so I thought it was interesting. And yeah, I wanted I, to know more about what it. What do you I think? Wanted- like Zach is kind of psychic. Does he have his father's talent? No, no, I don't think so. Zach, do you think he's always trying to read my mind? Unless I'm always, unless I'm playing it cool and I'm just uh, reading your mind. <laughs> Who is your daughter like? She's more like me. So is Zach like you, Gordon? Is Zach like me? Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. I I don't think so. No. Why? I'm my own. There's no one like Gordon Frazier. I don't think we're similar. Um, Gordon actually knows how to do things like with his hands and <laughs> can fix anything and oh. just like builds. You know, He's a man's man. Anything. You're a man's man. Is Zach a man's man, Gordon and Marie? Um, I'd say he's more of a woman's man. <laughs> <laughs> I think no. I think sorry. I think you mispronounced it. It's a ladies' man. Ladies' man. Okay. Anything he knows how to do with his hands, I taught him. <laughs> right, Zach. That's it. Speak truth, Gordon. This is a place of truth, Gordon. You're now going to be hired on the podcast. It's Gordon's moment. I'm in love with you both, but Gordon, okay. you are priceless. All right. I'm going to do what I call the rapid fire question. Oh Uh-oh. no, we're doing it. Oh, we're doing it. And I'm going to just question. say. I'm just going to ask a question and. You don't have to preface. Don't okay. just say the first thing that comes to your mind. Zach's best feature. Eyes. <laughs> I would say his uh, oh. love and devotion to my daughter. Oh, oh. good answer. <laughs> he got that one. He did. We're going to have to ding, ding, ding. Gordon won that. Yep. Okay. <laughs> what gets on your nerves that Zach does? He's a clean freak. <laughs> I would have to go with that. He's a clean freak. By freak, do you mean good or bad? No, uh, no in a good, good way. I mean, but he he kind of the... comes behind you, or he tells you ahead of time, make sure you don't <laughs> contaminate that with that. And I'll probably be leaving tomorrow, by the way. <laughs> yeah, maybe tonight. Maybe yeah, after got... this little interview here. I, I love got, it. Gonna, I think he's We're very sending you fair. to a hotel. We're sending you to a no, hotel. No, you are not. That is crazy. Yeah. No, last question. And I think it's a good one and a very important one. How is Zach, as a husband 
and a father. Like, amazing, I think. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't that I, all that matters? Well, I have yeah. to say yeah. that being so far away, because we live in California and they live upstate New York, it is comforting to us to know that Zach is yeah. the father and husband to our family. Because yeah. there he is so conscientious and... You know, he takes things very seriously, and he's a clean freak. So we know things will remain always clean. I agree. I love Zach like a little brother. I really, really do. Although I'm probably old enough to be his mother. But I just, I really do. I I love Zach. And thank y'all for coming on. You're welcome. Oh, thank you for having us. Fun. You are I both hope. amazing. He, you, Zach, they did not disappoint. You told it. This has been fun. Let's yeah. let's yeah. Thank amazing. You, nice thank nice you. meeting you. Ah, thank you much. Have a good thank rest you. of your trip. When do you go back to Cali? Uh, Monday. Ah, good. Or tonight. Yeah. Or maybe <laughs> tonight. That was that was uh, fun adjacent. No, dude, your mother-in-law, Marie, she's she's quick-witted, and um, Gordon is just he don't care. He's just telling you like it is. Yeah, he just throws it all out there. It's fun. They're fun. We gotta have them back on. We're gonna zoom them back on. <laughs> oh, we'll zoom them back on. All right. If look, let's you tell us. So I I want the I, I'm actually I really want to know. Does the audience want to hear more from Gordon and Marie Frazier? Yeah, I do. Send us an email. Send us an email. Hit us up. Hit us up. On our website. Let us know. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing about, you know, our, uh, we always talk about our LOL takeaway is, you know, with Garros talking about being comfortable in your own skin and owning it and that you're beautiful any shape and size. And also, you know, even with Marie and Gordon, your in-laws, about family, how it's important. Like, you've just got to live an authentic real life live out loud you know because Mm -hmm. time is short life is short and you only have one you know one life around this planet and live it to the fullest that is the takeaway for me live out loud right Mm -hmm. yeah the takeaway for me just i know i don't usually get to do these is don't tell kim gravel that your in-laws are in town (laughs) (laughs) or maybe you do All right, everybody, this is Kim Gravel signing off for this episode. And don't forget to subscribe everywhere you can find your podcast um, or just hit us up at lolkim.com. We want to hear from you. Until next time, remember, live out loud, laugh out loud, and love out loud. Bye, y'all. LOL with Kim Gravel. Yeah. LOL with Kim Gravel is produced by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. This show was edited by Mike Kligerman and Kligerman Productions. Guest booking by Susie Munson. Theme music by Tacopella. To find out more about the podcast, head over to lolkim.com. And thanks for listening.